Welcome back to John Campbell Presents Nouns, Person, Place, Things. Today, for our person, we're going to be talking about a gentleman named Vance Hines. That's H-I-N-D-S, Vance Hines. He has an amazing story. And I don't want to spoil the fun, but let's just say you're going to want to stick around for this. For our place, we're going to be talking about Glacier National Park, which is found in Montana, in the United States, in case you didn't know that. And for our thing, we're going to be talking about a legal thriller that came out in 2019 called Dark Waters. Excellent, excellent movie based on a true story about contaminated water, which I know doesn't sound very interesting, but basically people were dying, people were getting cancer, and essentially they were being poisoned for numerous decades by a very popular product and a very popular company that you've all heard of. So stick around and Stay tuned from a quick word from our sponsors. Unless we don't have any, then you won't hear anything. <laughs> okay, that was too much. I'm, I'm done with the fake laughs. So for our first segment, we're talking about a man named Vance Hines. That's H-I-N-D-S, in case you want to search him up on the internet. Who is Vance Hines? This man has an amazing story. Amazing story, which is why I decided to share with you guys uh, a little bit about him. What did he do? He lost 198 pounds in one year. You heard me right. 198. I, I don't know why he didn't just lose two more and make it 200. Maybe it was just, it could have been just too much, but um, hold on. I had to move my microphone. I was hunching over trying to trying to talk into this thing. Listen, Vance Hines has an amazing story, like I said. And the interesting thing is if you search Vance Hines on YouTube, you will see a short video which is essentially highlights compressed into a short video, highlights of the entire year of his weight loss journey. So Vance, let's just call him Mr. Hines, VH for short, got tired of, um, got tired of being so overweight that he was uh, having trouble functioning in his uh, job. He was a lawyer. He still is a lawyer, I believe. And he also was not happy with the effect of, or the thought that he could not, you know, enjoy his children uh, growing up, watching them graduate. And so he decided to do something about it. The video that I'm telling you about on YouTube, the title is Vance's Incredible 365-Day Trans- Transformation. Will blow you away. That's a long title. <laughs> Vance's Incredible 365-Day Transformation Will Blow You Away. All right, so he lost... He started off weighing 475 pounds and he lost almost 200 pounds. 
It's incredible in one year. And how did he do it? It's not any magical formula. He changed his diet and started eating healthy, you know, fruits and vegetables and whatnot. That's what I've been told. I don't know. I'm not sure what healthy food is. I've never had it. He started working out. And what he did was he posted his progress on social media and people started walking with him. People from the community started joining in the effort and he would take large groups of people with him on walks around town. He started swimming. He's like I said, he started eating healthy and he would document the progress. Now, if you look at the video on YouTube, it's five minutes and 38 seconds. It literally has over 81 million views so far. So if you haven't seen this video on YouTube, I highly recommend checking it out. It's definitely an inspirational story for anyone who's trying to lose weight, but not just lose weight, anyone who's trying to accomplish any goal. I think that kind of seeing how he experienced success and there were ups and downs during the process because he sometimes he would weigh in and he didn't lose anything or he would weigh in or he, yeah like one of the first I think first or second times he weighed in he actually gained weight <laughs> so he was really frustrated but he kept going he also had people reaching out to him like um, a comedian that ran a marathon that was kind of part of his inspirational story that helped him also uh, a yoga company contacted him and he started implementing some of their yoga techniques into his workout and you can see some of that in his in his video but literally you see him just like just his size from the beginning of the video to the end i mean it just you know he looks like half the person and he literally was half the person. I mean, I'm not good at math, but that's pretty much half, right? <clears throat> so, anyway, what else can I tell you about Mr. Hines, Vance Hines? He has all kinds of uh, people on Twitter that are, you know, kind of celebrating his success, and he's still he's still going strong from what I've been from what I've been told. And Mr. Hines, if you happen to hear this, we would love to hear from you. Um, all 16 of our listeners would love to hear from you. But we do have um, listeners worldwide, you know, in different countries, the United States and uh, the Netherlands and Sweden that would love to hear from you. And let us know how you're doing. Are you still uh, working out? How's the, how's the diet going? Um, do you have any words of advice for our listeners, all 16 of them? You guys are like, stop making fun of us. There's only 16 of us, but we believe in this podcast. But yes, if you are trying to lose weight or, you know, get in better shape or just try to stay motivated. I know a lot of people are having problems with motivation right now because of the things that we're going through with this pandemic. Well, guess what? You can always find a reason to be motivated, even if you're stuck at home listening to substandard podcasts and you can't go anywhere because of lockdowns or quarantines or whatnot. Guess what? You can go walking around the neighborhood. You can eat healthier. You can set personal goals. 
And that's what this story with Mr. Hines is all about. And he set a personal goal and he lost almost 200 pounds in one year. We'll be right back. Do you have a leaky faucet, broken windows, or walls that need paint? Contact the Flathead Maintenance Group based in Kalispell, Montana. Whether it's a small handyman project, window replacements, cabinet door repairs, carpentry, or painting, Flathead Maintenance Group can help. Give Flathead Maintenance a call at 406-314-9029. Flathead Maintenance Group, repairing with integrity what others have failed to fix. 406-314-9029. What was that number, John? I'm glad you asked. 406-314-9029. Flathead Maintenance Group. Give them a call today. So for today's place, we're going to talk about Glacier National Park. If you've never heard of Glacier National Park, it is a beautiful, pristine, natural, uh, I would say, utopia. <laughs> Use a big word, utopia. But it's a natural utopia located in Montana. I don't know why I had to pause there for dramatic effect, but it's located in Montana which is located uh, at the top of the United States. And Glacier National Park, let's just see here. Glacier National Park is 1,583 square miles of wilderness in Montana's Rocky Mountains. It has glacier-carved peaks and valleys running all the way to the Canadian border. And it's crossed by the mountainous Going to the Sun Road. Now, I have personally driven on Going to the Sun Road, and it is terrifying. Okay, maybe I'm being a little wimp, but the the road itself is essentially on the side of a mountain that just the elevation increases dramatically and the worst thing you can do is look over the edge because you're gonna you know it's scary it's very scary but let me tell you something about glacier national park there are some amazing lakes to visit um, you can go swimming you can go fishing you can do whatever people do with lakes let's see what do people do with lakes uh, let's see, swimming, fishing, boating. I don't know if you can go boating. I'll have to check on that. I've only been to Glacier one time, and it was just one day, so I didn't have a whole lot of time to do uh, all the recreational activities I'd like to do. But guess what? Lake McDonald, I went and visited Lake McDonald. First of all, I thought my friend said, let's go to McDonald's, but apparently I missed heard him and he said let's go to lake mcdonald i was just i drove up and i was like wait where's mcdonald's i thought you said we were going to enjoy some fries oh lake mcdonald okay that makes sense now if you go to the national park service website 
they actually have webcams that are uh, all around Glacier National Park that you can you can click on the webcam and see what it looks like right now. I mean, upon the recording of this, I think it would be just totally covered in snow because it's winter. All right, but in the summer, you can see all the greenery and the greener. How come you can't say bluery? Like I was going to say greenery and bluery. You know, like the sky is blue, the lakes are blue. But bluery is not an acceptable word for some reason. But the greenery, that, that's an acceptable word. You can see all the greenery. And I'm looking at the webcams right now just, just to double check. Yeah, the webcams, all they show is just tons of snow. Everything's covered in snow. And so I guess my point is, right now would not be a good time to visit. But if you wait till the snow melts, um, I think you would really enjoy Glacier National Park. Just just be careful when you're driving up going to the Sun Road, because that one, like I said, is a little dangerous. Now, what's the history of Glacier National Park? According to certain uh, people, certain uh, sources, uh, physical evidence of human dates back more than 10,000 years within the borders of Glacier National Park. And over the course of time, uh, American, Native American tribes have used the area around Glacier National Park and within Glacier National Park for hunting, fishing, ceremonies, and gathering plants. And it's, it says that when the first white explorers began arriving in the region, the Blackfeet controlled the prairies on the east side of the glacier, while the Salish Pen de Orelli and Kutenei lived there on the west side. I probably butchered those names. Sorry, guys. Um, white explorers, and I'm just reading this in case you're like, why are you saying? According to this um, National Park Service website, white explorers started uh, arriving in the area with, in the 1700s and trading among European settlers and tribal communities. And basically, that's kind of how things got started in Glacier National Park. Today, there's a 1.5 million acre Blackfeet Indian Reservation, which shares Glacier's eastern border and is home to approximately 8,600 members of the Blackfeet Nation, the largest tribe in Montana. So if you want to read up more on that, I will put the link in the show notes. This is the National Park Service website. Does anyone on this podcast who's listening know how many national parks are there in the United States? I will pause to let you and your children or whoever's listening answer. How many national parks are there in the United States? Anyone? Anyone? Okay, did anybody say 63? You are correct, 63 national parks. So, if you love nature and you love scenery and greenery, I didn't even plan that. I could be a rapper. If you love scenery and greenery, scenery and greenery. All right, that's enough rapping, sorry. If you love scenery and greenery, I would highly recommend a visit to Glacier National Park, which is located at the top of Montana. And 
let's say that you want to hike to Canada and possibly die on foot, then maybe you should hike through Glacier National Park. By the way, one of the biggest threats in Glacier is the bear. You need to carry bear spray with you because bears are everywhere. In fact, when I went to the to the to the store at the you know the, like the camp store at Glacier, one of the camp stores, they had huge cans of bear spray for sale. And I was from, I'm from California. I was like, why do I need bear spray? That's weird. No, you don't understand. The bears are crazy. They're everywhere, and and they're not afraid of us. So. Apparently, you need to carry bear spray. I didn't buy any. I just took my chances. I was like, I'm only going to be here for one day. I don't need bear spray. I survived. But if I go back, I probably will buy some bear spray. Anyway, do some research and decide. But I highly recommend visiting Glacier National Park. We'll be right back. So I wanted to talk to you guys about a movie called Dark Waters. Dark Waters. It's a 2019 film that falls under the genre of legal thriller. And essentially, this is a story about a lawyer who sued one of the biggest companies And I know you've heard of this company. It's called DuPont. And essentially what the premise of the story is, is is when, and this is a, this is based on a true story that the DuPont company, one of their factories, um, which was in Ohio was willingly dumping waste, thousands of tons of toxic sludge into a different um, streams and, and rivers. And basically, well, essentially they were making a landfill of chemicals that were essentially poisoning thousands of people in the nearby town. Now this really happened. This really happened. And the product that this factory was creating was Teflon. And you guys may have heard of Teflon. Teflon is used to make nonstick pans, um, all kinds of all kinds of um, you know fancy technologies and inventions were based upon Teflon, you know, and it was the greatest thing since sliced bread, right? But the creation of Teflon, specifically out of this factory was resulting in thousands of people of thousands of people getting sick um, thousands of people dying and it was found that DuPont was essentially liable you know because of um, the fact that they had already researched the byproducts of creating this Teflon they did their own internal research and found that it was toxic yet they continued to they continue to manufacture it and use the same procedures and it went on for decades people were born with birth defects um, all kinds of cancers and this basically was something that Robert 
Billet, the lawyer, had an opportunity to kind of blow wide open, you know. Now, he did face a lot of resistance, and that's essentially the story that that plays out in this Dark Waters movie. So, at the beginning of the movie, you know, you find out that Robert Billet is just a, a corporate defense lawyer that actually works on behalf of these large companies like DuPont. In fact, DuPont was one of his customers. But when he's visited by a local farmer, Wilbur Tennant, he is given evidence, video evidence, of the fact that this farmer lost almost 200 of his cows, you know, and all of these cows died with unusual medical conditions, bloated organs, blackened teeth, tumors. And so he asks Mr. Billet to represent him in filing a suit against DuPont. So as you can probably guess, that's an awkward situation to be in to sue a company that you're already representing. <laughs> that's what makes it interesting. But again, this is a true story and it kind of plots the journey over three to four decades of how this plays out. I don't want to ruin the end of the movie. I don't want to give you any more spoilers than I've already given you. But it does have some of your favorite actors and actresses. Mark Ruffalo, as I mentioned, Anne Hathaway, Tim Robbins, Bill Pullman, and numerous others. And again, this movie is actually based on a book by Nathaniel Rich called The Lawyer Who Became DuPont's Worst Nightmare. So <clears throat> check it out. It's 126 minutes, so it's roughly two hours long. And it's called Dark Waters. It's available on Amazon Prime, I believe. Yeah, I saw it on Amazon Prime. It's also available on Hulu. And it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 89%. So I think that if you're in the mood for a drama slash thriller, uh, it's rated PG-13, by the way. If you're in the mood for a legal thriller, this would be an excellent movie to, to check out. But it's one of those movies that when you watch it, you end up looking things up on your phone because you want to know, hey, did this really happen? I, I like movies that do that. When you, when you watch a movie and then you say, did this really happen? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up. And then you find out, yes, it did really happen. I mean... Those are the best kind of movies, right? So go ahead and check it out. According to Google, 91% of their users like this movie. It's called Dark Waters, and I highly recommend it. We'll be right back. Do you have an idea for the John Campbell Presents podcast? Maybe a special person, a special place? A special thing, something that you think would be interesting for the John Campbell Presents podcast, something that you think we should talk about, send us a message. Let us know. You can email us or you can send us a voice message through your podcast app. Click on leave a voice message and I will review and hopefully be able to feature your idea on one of our upcoming podcasts. 
So let me know. I want to hear your ideas. Thank you. So what did you guys think of this episode? Did you enjoy learning about Vance Hines or Glacier National Park? How about that piece on dark waters? Little creepy, right? Makes you think twice when you're drinking water out of the tap. I don't really like tap water. I don't know if you guys like tap water. Never been a huge fan of tap water, even before I watched this movie. But anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. We'll catch you on the next episode of John Campbell Presents. Thank you.